Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring the best animal communicator in the world that I know, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. That's me. Hey, everybody. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. And I dedicate this show to teaching you all and your animals how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication as well as other services and tips provided by Laura the Pet Psychic. Laura does also talk to um, dead people and babies and all kinds of cool stuff. So check it out. Uh, You can call in right now at 917-889-2693 to talk to your animal. The chat room is open. I'm your producer and co-host, Aigu Sahara. Thank you to Kendra and Deanna who are on the phones, taking your calls. Hi, sorry I missed last week. I know, we missed you. How how did your concert go? It went okay, but good. What do you mean, what do you mean okay? <laughs> well, you know, it was my first show, so the start of it was a little bit rough, but after we kind of played the first song, everything went well. Um, and it was a great practice show, you know, getting out there, and I'm hoping to play some shows in town where I live in Los Angeles, and uh, excited to get on out there. Yeah. What do you mean you were a little bit, like, it was a little bit rough at first? What does that mean? Well, well, my my drummer started the song. I'm not to blame him. I should have, you know, we all should have been ready or whatever, but, you know, he started the song not knowing that we weren't ready, so he (laughs) clicked, like, one, two, three, four, and then we were like, what? (laughs) <laughs> not ready and so we kind of like jumped like we freaked out and started playing the song and then I screwed up and got frazzled and then didn't know where I was in the song it was like a disaster pretty much the first song was disastrous <laughs> but then the second song came on and then we were fine I was able to you know oh play my, my guitar I'm so, I'm so <laughs> sorry to laugh it's so amazing how huh, when that happens and you get nervous about something, I just think oh. get the get get the blooper out of the way in the beginning, and then oh, you can yeah. pull yourself together and do better. Yeah, no, we totally pulled it together after the first. I mean, we had to end the first song in the middle of the song because it was so horrible. That's how yeah. bad it was. I've never messed up so horribly in my life, but it, I was like not even freaked out about it. I was like, whatever, move on. You and then the second song was great. Yeah. And so how did the audience feel about your music? Were they excited? Uh, you know, the audience was small. <laughs> but, you know, for the people who were there, it seemed like they were they were pretty nice about they didn't leave the room or anything. So I'm assuming they loved <laughs> it. they loved you. I mean, they absolutely loved you. You gotta make us you gotta make us something that we can post on Pet Psychic Radio so that we can play it on our Facebook page. Okay. Yeah, I will. I will. Um, yeah. And so, you know, Fenway was here with a friend of mine who was babysitting him. And, you know, Fenway's my new dog, for those of you who don't know. He's a Aussie doodle. And he's 
did really, really well. And lately he's just, um, the only thing I've been working on with him is that he hates human beings. So I'm trying to get that. Human beings. Like all human beings? Yeah, pretty much, unless he gets to know you. And I, it's freaking me out because I go to the dog park and then he, he's like friendly with all the dogs and then he looks at their people and starts barking and like runs towards them and then freaks me out because I'm like, is he going to attack them? But he doesn't seem like he's going to, but you never know because he's yeah, like aggressively right. barking at, at the people. And if you're wondering, then they might be wondering. I, well, I know. That's why I like, as soon as he starts that behavior, I leave because... I don't want anything to happen. Yeah. We need to do that together. Let's go to the dog park together with him. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask him what what does he think about people? Should we talk to Fenway? Let's talk to yeah, him. Yeah, let's ask him why he's um hating on humans. And for our I listeners, I oh go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? Oh, I just wanted to explain, yeah, he's a gray, black, and white uh, Aussie doodle, so he's half poodle and half half um, Australian shepherd, and uh, he's kind of goofy looking, but very cute. He says that he doesn't hate all humans, and he's worried they're going to grab him and throw him down, and I don't want anyone to throw me down. Hmm. But but then when you're playing with other dogs, the people aren't even looking at you really, or maybe they're looking at you because you like how nicely you're playing with other dogs. So they're not even going to reach for you at those that time. They're just standing there. So why would you think that they're going to throw you down? They either step towards me or they look at me strong. You know, I wonder if they did like Caesar Milan on him. Mm, you know, like uh, like a like dominance like training. Flip, yeah, dominance flip him over. Mm. Like and and he got confused on what it meant. Like maybe if he was jumping on people at first, they he does have a know. jumping problem, but you know it's not that extreme. Yeah, so maybe they were like flipping him over, and so he's worried that that's going to happen to him now. Like maybe it was overkill what they did. Oh. And you know what else he said? My mom is so cool. She says, Fenway, this is what's going to happen. And when I bark at people, she says, Fenway, that's not good. Hmm. She says, you should be friendly. And I say, what's friendly? I did tell him. I told him he has to be friendly. Oh, but he's saying what's friendly, so he doesn't know how to be friendly. What should I tell um, him? So, Fenway, friendly is licking and yawning and blinking your eyes and just either ignoring the people or let them look at you or pet you a little bit. Like, you have to realize that you're with someone who's going to keep you very, very safe forever. And your main job now is just to have fun and to see if you can start enjoying people. Because all the people you are going to be around are going to be dog people that understand dogs, and they're going to treat you with love and respect. No one's going to flip you. Everyone's going to love you. 
Sometimes she says biscuit over here. Does that mean like are you calling them away with a treat? Yes. <laughs> I just did that earlier, like maybe ten minutes before the show, because he was barking at I don't know maybe the mailman or something, and so we started doing dog training in the backyard instead to get his mind off of it. Oh, good. Yeah. So that's another thing. So the reason why mom's saying biscuit over here is so that to train you to get your mind off of it. Because she's saying you need to pick a better behavior. You know, you have to learn some, uh, you need to build up your intelligence so you have some options of other things that you can do. So you can lick and yawn and blink your eyes and you can walk away. And I know you've got that Aussie in you that loves to bark, but you need to fight that and walk away and face yeah. yourself. And the other thing is what I think I've told Benway before, which is so important, is what I tell all dogs that have some sort of aggression and are young or even the ones that are old is that you will not want to be attached to this behavior. This behavior is like it's not something that makes sense and that if you continue doing it, your life is going to be so much harder than if you let it go. If you let it go, you're going to have the coolest life, like way better, cooler life than you could possibly even imagine. You get to go to stores and you get to go out to lunch and you get to go to really cool places. But if you're going to bark and act like a freak, nobody's going to want to take you anywhere and you're going to end up having to stay home. Exactly. And I I hate that. I don't want to do that. No, I hate that feeling of, huh, do I feel like I'm in dog training mode? Do I feel like I want to train the dog when I go have coffee? Yeah. Because sometimes you have to say, no, I don't feel like training the dog. I just want to go have a cup of coffee with my friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I would love it if you came with me at some point and kind of witnessed and gave me some tips on maybe what I might be doing that's hindering yeah, he, he the behavior. He says you're good when you're, he's good when you're drinking. <laughs> what does that mean? I think when you're drinking, if you've ever taken out somewhere, you're drinking coffee or drinking something in public. You oh. Um, I did, yeah, I did go with him to a coffee shop recently, and he did do very well. Oh, good boy, Fenway. Good boy. Yeah. <laughs> I talk back. That's that Aussie and that, I am good when I'm, when she takes me to the coffee shop. Don't accuse me of being bad. It's like, it's so kind of stormy. Stormy would give me that attitude, too. <laughs> that's so funny well thank you for that thanks for talking to him um, oh, we'll work on that and so let's take uh, some callers uh, we have our first caller is uh, Marcia who's calling about Bentley and I think you've recently spoken to Bentley he's the um, orange and white English setter and he's yeah, two know. years old do you know him? Okay. I do know him but I haven't spoken to him recently Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, Better on. Yes. Hey, Marcia? Marcia, yes. Hi. Oh, Marcia. Sorry. Yeah. Marcia, um, okay. so tell us about Bentley. Bentley is the sweetest dog on the planet. And just recently, um, when I take him out on a leash, and once it's been on a head collar and once it's been on a halter, he's all of a sudden acted aggressive towards strangers who are trying to pat him. Ooh. Which, one, I'm so surprised, and, 
Yeah, like when they're like reaching down with their hand, he like all of a sudden, you know, and I'm like, whoa. So and I have no idea what's doing, going on. How is he doing with other dogs? Is he still pretty good with other dogs? No, he's fabulous with other dogs. He's also yeah. usually fabulous with people. So. Okay, let's ask Bentley. What's going on? It's good to talk to you too, Marcia. Thank you. Nice to hear from you. Yeah. You know what I got to tell my mom? Yeah. I love it when we go out. <laughs> and I'm still up for going anywhere. Yeah, I know. I was thinking I should take him out more, but, you know. Yeah, he says, sometimes I don't want people petting me. Yeah, is it the particular person? Because he doesn't always do it, but, you know, it scares the hell out of me. says he's been getting a twitch in his eye. My left eye has been twitching. Huh. And I sort of haven't been feeling 100%. And it's not that I hate the person. I just don't want you to touch me with your smelly hands. Maybe they have. <laughs> maybe they have. But that's interesting because it almost sounds like he has a little bit of a headache and that it's true, like, uh, sense they're much more um, sensitive to. So if they had hand cream on or that their clothes smelled really strong. But he's not feeling well. So I gave him, um, I think we actually, I, you know, the spot on stuff. And he got a lot of it, and it was right after that. And he did that for the first time. And that, oh. I read online, can actually cause aggression. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm never oh. using this again. Um, I put him on milk thistle. I did a lot of detox vegetables. So that's, it seemed that oh it was coordinated gosh. with that. Yeah, yes, and it was that particular like brand. Oh, my and, gosh. You know, it he was on like the borderline weight-wise for it. So it's was like, oh, my oh. gosh, I've got... So oh I wonder, he's goodness. still not feeling, that was like a month ago. So. Oh, my goodness. So, but that's so strange because how his eye twitches, so maybe the toxicity even went, like, towards his eyes. Huh, I've never Which, noticed it. Yeah, you probably wouldn't, and it makes sense with the smells, too. Because hmm. it's, the, it's the liquid, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, you know, that yeah, we were desperate. So. All throughout the body. Um. Oh, I wonder if that's it. And so weird that they say online it can cause aggression. Yeah, that particular brand even, yeah. Oh, how weird. It's like going into the nervous system. Right. um, But you've already cleansed him, so, like, what do you do? I mean, maybe we just have to wait longer for the toxicity to go out of his system. But what I'm going to do is bring it to his awareness, like, hey, you know, you got, mom realizes that maybe it was, what's the name of the brand? Is it, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Was it Top Spot? No, I don't remember. I threw it out. I was so upset. Okay. You know, immediately washed to get whatever residue I could get off of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to tell him that it probably has something to do, the pain, the throbbing in his eye or that pulsating in his eye probably has something to do with, the toxicity mm. from the flea medicine that mom had to put on you. But mom mm. realizes that now, and she's not going to do that again, and that you just have to wait for that toxicity to um, to get out of your system. But what you can do instead, because this is important, because even uh, most of aggression stems from pain. A lot of aggression stems from pain. Mm-hmm, so this mm-hmm, is like mm-hmm. talking to everybody. 
So one of the things we want our animals to do is to rise above that, the, the reaction and say, mm-hmm. okay, like, I got this weird thing in my eye. And when they put their hand towards me, gosh, it smells so bad. I want to lunge out at them, but maybe the more appropriate thing to do would be to run behind mom or Mm -hmm. to run away. And then you can say, okay, no, he doesn't feel like being pet right now and not force him into being pet, which is really important to listen to them. When they go behind us, you know, and to run away, they're telling us that they don't want to be pets. We have to respect that. Right, so should I actually keep him away from people? I mean, that's simple enough. It's just, you know, I would start watching his signals and be really in tune to him. And if he starts closing his mouth and staring at somebody else, Mm -hmm. you veer away and take him so that he has to turn his back to the person or he has to, like, just move farther away from them. Then you can Mm -hmm. address it by stroking him and telling him it's okay and and, uh, don't worry, I won't let, let them pet you. And then... They smell bad. <laughs> but I know that's so strange about that. I mean, that stuff is so terrible, but I know how it is when you're like, oh my God, what do I do? My dog's infested. There's this stuff called bug off garlic. Have you seen it? No. Oh, I did see it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It really does work. So does it really? Okay. Yeah, it just takes a while. It just takes a while to kick in. It's not right. like you do it right away and then it starts. You know, they, hey, there's some vets are not pro-garlic for, you. I'm sure heard that, but yeah, that's, that's a garlic. Yeah. Other thing I have to say is that, have you heard about these pet tabs, like these? I've got that. Like, yeah, I've had, yep, yep, yep. That thing that I, they're so expensive, but I have to tell you, and I look at it and I think to myself, it's like this tag, it looks like an identification tag, and it, mm-hmm. they say that it has like a magnetic field that repels right. bugs, right? right? So mm-hmm. I got, my friend swore on it, right? So I got in the mail and I was like, oh, my God, this doesn't look like it has anything magnetic in it. I'm like, is this just big, like, you know, if I just pay like $100 a pet for this thing. And um, I actually kind of think it works because my dogs don't have any fleas or ticks and the dogs that they are around have them. Right, yeah. But you have No, they both have, yeah, I do. I have had them for almost two or three years, yeah. They seem to be more effective with ticks for some reason, but um, not so much with fleas. But, no, I think it does help. I'm not taking it off. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, okay. uh, can you guys tell me about the garlic? What is this garlic thing? Isn't it a supplement? It's a bug. Yeah, it's a supplement, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a supplement. It's called Bug Off Garlic, and you can get it at springtimeinc.com. Oh, and, okay. Um, and it really, I give it to my horse, and I know people give it to their pets, and uh, it really works. Mm, okay. Um, okay, Bentley, did you get that, honey? Gotta. I understand. Is there anything um, else um, I can do for the pain? Like he's actually that uncomfortable? Is there anything I should be giving him for pain? I didn't know he was in that much pain. I have a weird taste in my mouth, too. A weird, strange taste. I think yeah. he just got toxicity. I are you you see a holistic veterinarian, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Don't go and ask them or like a homeopathic or something. They might know something for that. Yeah. Because now that you know exactly what it is. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Okay. Keep us posted. Let us know. Thank you very much, Laura. Thanks. Thanks.
Bye, Bentley, Marsha. Bentley, I hate that pig stuff. I hate it. Yeah, I'm always, I never know. I have to have, you know, since uh, my animals go to doggy daycare, they have to be on a medication. Well, that's insane. Even if they don't have fleas and ticks? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So I I have to put them on, and I don't know, you know, it's like, oh, maybe if I give them the bug-off thing, does that count? So I have to ask them. Oh, yeah, see if it counts. Print out the stuff and the testimonials. Yeah, I'll see if they they say it counts or not. Um, You know, I understand, like, kind of like liability stuff. They have to, like, do the best they can. Oh, I mean, they could do a flea check. Yeah, I think that they do. They notice the craziest things on my animals. It's it's really they do? I love that. Yeah, I it's they're that. very thorough. One time like Aloha had a little bump on her skin and they're like, Oh, we were doing her daily check and noticed that she has this little bump and wanted to make sure you knew about it and I was like, Yeah, I know. Thank you. Her her daily check? No way. Yeah, like they, I think they check them when they check them in, they make sure they're like, Okay. And then when they check them out of the place, they, like, go over their body and scan it or something, you know. Oh, my God. How cool is that? What's the name of that place again? Give them a call out. Oh, Wagville. Yeah. Wagville. Yeah, they totally notice things like that. It's really awesome. And they sell, like, all the um, all the food that we like, you know. The, oh, um, good. Primal right. and everything's holistic there, and that's where, she, like, Aloha got her... Um, dental cleaning, non-anesthetic dental cleaning, and they do all the like oh. organic grooming, shampoo, and all that stuff. They're yeah, pretty. We, they're really. We cool. had a Wagville. <laughs> Your house is a Wagville. That is true. Five dogs, two cats, <laughs> bird, and a bunny. Yeah, your house is a four donkeys and a horse. <laughs> Let's keep it going. <laughs> Get a pig. Oh, I know. I want a pig really bad. I used to have two pigs. I love <laughs> pigs. You need to get a pig. I know. I'm thinking about it. I know. I'm going to take you to the pig rescue. Okay. okay. So next um, we have a very special guest, Robin, who has been uh, on our show before with Dogs Deserve Better. And uh, Robin is on our show today to talk about... Um, Sunny, who we'll be we'll be talking to a little bit later, but um, hey, Robin. Hi. Hi. Thanks again for uh, coming on our show. Um, will you tell us a little bit about Dogs Deserve Better and um, your current project that you're working on? Certainly. Thank you. Uh, Dogs Deserve Better is a national um, 501c3 nonprofit organization, and our main goal is to take dogs off of chains and out of pens and uh, get them rehabilitated, medical attention, and into loving homes where they can be pets and live inside. Uh, We don't always get that result. That's our goal. Sometimes we have to educate the owners and uh, hope that they'll bring the dog inside. Sometimes they look at us like we're speaking a foreign language, Mm -hmm. and sometimes they will surrender the dog to us. 
but that's our our main uh, philosophy is that dogs are family members, they're pack animals, and they want to be inside with us. Today, uh, I want to talk about a terrible thing going on out in Forks, Washington, where Sunny is. There's a uh, a building, a a warehouse that uh, is being called a sanctuary for almost 10 years now, maybe six or seven, I don't know how long. Uh, And there, inside this building are anywhere from 120 to 160 dogs. The dogs were called vicious, non-adoptable, unadoptable. Some of them, I don't know them, I've never met them. Some of them were um, family pets that might have been the wrong pet for the wrong family, a terrier that was in a family with children, or a dog with a prey drive that was out back and killed a cat, you know, or just the wrong breed with the wrong people and they didn't know how to handle, and so they sent him to this this guy and they ended up in a place, and I believe he might have started out well-intentioned when he had 49 dogs when I spoke to him four years ago. He's now got almost 160, refusing to give any dogs back to anybody. They never get out of their pens. Some live in very kennels, you know, the kennels that you put on an airplane. And he doesn't let them out. And they have straw, you know, with uh, feces and urine. And I'm friendly with the uh, volunteers that have left there, but it worked there for a year. And he would wake up, come out of his room, and not even acknowledge the dogs. There's no rehabilitation. There's nothing. There's, there's nothing going on there. And the, uh, the local government knows about it. It's almost like if this was a puppy mill, everybody in the world would be in there removing the dogs. It looks like a puppy mill in some rooms, the way the crates are stacked. The mm-hmm. dogs that are in these five-by-five Torture chambers, they never get out of the kennel. There's no windows in the rooms. And we can't. And so Sonny Mm. was on a chain for eight years. And a rep that we had at the time in Washington uh, put him with a foster home. And the fosters were told no bones, no toys, no cookies. He has food aggression, which a lot of dogs coming off of chains do. And, of course, the first night they had a bone on the floor for him, and the uh, man of the house went to pet him. Uh, Who knows what he was thinking with the bone on the floor, and he bit the guy, and that was it. Mm. There was no no chance to, to work it through. He has to leave this minute. So he was brought to this place. And there he sits uh, almost a year and a half, and we're, you know, planning to go out there. We want to get him out of there. We don't know that we'll – he hasn't answered one email, the guy that runs the place. Oh, Mm. that's all so terrible. (sighs) Horrible. And there's 150-something other dogs besides him, but I wanted to – you know, see what's going on mentally, you know, with him. Uh, I, I, it's just horrible. I, I can't even imagine. So, um, and so, but we can't promise him that you're actually going to get him out of there, right? Because he, because you don't know if you can. Is that true? Right. We're headed there December 2nd. We've booked our flights. We're planning to be there for two weeks. Um yeah. 
And, you know, we are going with the intention of doing everything we possibly can uh, mm. to get him and maybe one other, you know, out of there. Uh, mm. Certainly we'd like to free them all up, you know, but the government knows, the police know, uh, everybody knows, and I think they don't want to take on what to do with 160 dogs, but there are many, many rescue groups reputable willing to take portions of amounts of dogs. Mm. So, yeah, so uh, other than this guy's ego, I'm not... Uh, you know, because it's filth in there. There's, there's, there's no breathing. You can, uh, rumor has it, you know, in articles and and. Did. Uh oh, we're losing. Uh oh. Street. Yeah, did we we lose oh, her? Oh, there you are. Robin. Yeah, I'm right here. Oh, okay. There oh, you are. Okay. Okay. You lost um, me. Yeah, it sounded like we lost you, but let's talk to him. Let's talk to him and Thank see you. how he's doing. I'm not doing well, he says. Mm-hmm. It's really loud in here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not much of a dog anymore. Right. I would have rather been outside. Yeah. There's no ventilation. And I kind of wish I would just die. Yeah. We get water, and then we get food, and if we don't always, and if we, if, if we're not always nice around the food, then sometimes we don't get the food. I feel like I'm getting thinner. Yeah. I'm really sorry, but I want to die. Oh, my God, that is the saddest thing ever. I don't blame him. Can you help me get out of here? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. He said it looked like a dog ate another dog. I mean, would it be that terrible in there? Right, they they found right. They found a Saint Bernard dead that they didn't even know. You know, it was dead in in one of his kennels with no water. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is so terrible. Yes. So I'm wondering what to tell him. That we're coming for him. You can let him know we are coming for him. Honey, they are going to come for you. They're going to come for you, honey, all right? I just want to die when they get me. Yeah. I don't want to be homed anywhere. I just want to die. Can they just help me go to heaven? Mm. What do I tell them? Yes, I mean, we're going to try and, you know, just let him know we're going to come and get him. I don't think we have to answer that other part. We're going to do whatever, you know, it takes to to, uh, make him feel better. Yeah, make him feel better. There you go. Can you tell all the other And that's the truth, by the way. He says, can you tell everyone to be quiet? 
Everyone is so loud here. Mm. And the whimpering is terrible. Mm. I don't like the whimpering. Oh, it's so sad. Um. Okay, so one of the things that I try and tell people is that we have to try not to feel bad for the animals because we want to get them to feel as competent as they can be in their situation, although this is like a really hard time to do something like that. Right. Um, but... Um, well, but we're going with a purpose. We're going with a purpose. Yeah. yeah, that they're going with a purpose and that it's important that they know that they all have each other and that they can all talk to one another and that it does end at some point, whether yes. when they die or when they finally get out of there, the suffering does end. Wow. And it's to find the peace within them and maybe the angels or the guides or all those rescuers that have died and are in heaven now may come and try and help them. And so just be open to being able to see that, too. Yep. She says, sometimes I do see that. And that's when someone nice comes and cleans all our water dishes. It looks like there is a volunteer that they do like that is looking out for their welfare. Good. Yeah. Aww. Robin, that must be so hard for you. Well, you know, if you think about the whole big picture, it's hard for many, many people because nobody is doing anything. Uh, You know, so on the other hand... I feel blessed that I'm going with Tammy Fain, the founder and CEO of Dogs Deserve Better, that we're not going to be the ones that feel bad and do nothing. (laughs) You know, that's that's not my nature, that's not our nature, and so we're going to go there. We don't really have a game plan, but we know we're going to go there and we're going to do as much as we possibly can to help Mm -hmm. these dogs. Yeah. I love what you just said. I'm not going to be the one that feels bad and does nothing. Yeah, that's I just, a, I can't. <laughs> that's a big statement. Aww. Yeah. Well, so well, the next time you and I talk, I'll let you know, you know, what happens. <laughs> yeah, please call and let me talk to him while he's in the home. Exactly. You have and I have a lady. I have a lady out there who's a, who's a trainer who, who wants him. She doesn't care if it's the rest of his life, if it's a year, whatever oh, it is. Good. Yeah, we have it all set up for him already. Oh, good. You got it all set up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're going to be good. Gosh, the best of luck to uh, you guys, to to Robin, to um, you and Tammy who are going out there, and thanks for everything that you do. Uh, Thank you. Please keep us posted and give us a call back and give us the update. I will, I promise, and thanks for having me on the show, and thanks for talking to Sunny. Yes, so uh, yeah. Robin is from Dogs Deserve Better, and uh, for our listeners, you can uh, log on to dogsdeservebetter.org and find yeah. out more information about how you can also, you know, help animals, help the dogs, and uh, get off chains and be in prison. And you can donate. You can donate to the trip. We're going to be flying there if anybody wants to go on and 
hit the PayPal little button. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah, please do that. Please, please do that. We will go ahead and do that as well. Thank you so much, Robin. Thank you for okay. everything that you do. Thank you. Have Thanks, a nice day. Robin. Thanks, Laura. Oh, gosh. I know. I'm going to donate to Sweet Little Sun. Yes. Yeah, so am I. So that's dogsdeservebetter.org. Great organization. Um, Robin does a lot, and she's been on our show several times. And um, what I really like she had said previously in another interview one time was that it's really important she goes out and educates and, like, talks to people, like neighbors and such, who have their dogs chained. And um, what I really liked about her was that she always says, like, well, we – we like try to educate them and not like not chastise them, you know, so that they just get a chance to become educated about how you should treat an animal. And I really like that about her. That always stuck out in my mind. I know. She's so amazing. Yeah. So amazing. Well, yeah. you know what else is amazing? I just, I just donated a hundred bucks. <gasps> right now? Yes, right now. Oh, my gosh. Look at you, multitasker. <laughs> I know. I just that sweet little funny, you know. My plumber once said to me, no time like the present. <laughs> I always think of that sometimes. <laughs> well, everyone else, no go, go God, push that donate. button. Donate. PayPal right. button on dogsdeservebetter.org. I'm seriously, that little dog broke my heart. That was one of the saddest things I've ever experienced, I think. Yeah, I, mean, I actually got I teared up when you were talking. I can't even imagine, like, what that would feel like to be him right now and to live like that day in and day out and have nobody do anything about it. I really hope we get to hear um, the good story after they go yeah. there. I hope it's a happy ending. Me too. Pray, everyone. Positive December energy. December 2nd, the week of December 2nd. we got to all okay. be thinking of all his right. release. Of his release. Yeah. Save Sunny. Like other, that's true. And the other things that you guys can do would be really helpful to Sunny is to go on to, to facebook.com uh, slash radio to our Facebook page or onto my website, which is thepetpsychic.com, and look at Sonny's picture and talk to him and tell him, like, feelings of love and whatever else you want to tell him, and um, and he will get that. And that might be nice to hear cool. from all of you. That would be nice. I will do that for sure. Yeah, good. Okay. okay. Uh, moving on, so... PetFlow.com is a leader in pet food delivery service, which I have used and Laura has used. They came and delivered a bunch of stuff to us. And um, they offer food and pet supplies from over 150 leading pet brands, including, what are our favorite brands, Laura? Gallant, Chewies, Primal, um, World's Best Cat Litter. I got that. I got World's Best Cat Litter and Stella and Chewies. So great. Tummy Tiplin Turkey, a big bag full. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) Yeah. Delicious Salmon. (laughs) I love all their names. And I got it at PetFlow. And I got 
um, reliable delivery straight to my door. You can also choose from uh, like a hundred different brands. It's amazing. And uh, you can do like a reoccurring shipping option. So then if you know that you run out of dog or cat food every, you know, two to three weeks, you can set it to just automatically charge your card and ship it to you which is really cool and convenient. Um, you can get discounts each day for up to 80% off. And uh, it's just, it's really awesome. So you can go to petflow.com slash petpsychic and use the code petpsychic to get free shipping on orders above $39. And site-wide, there's no exclusion. So make sure you do that, petflow.com slash petpsychic and get your order today from petflow.com. And we are, we're going to go to our next caller who is Stephanie, who has Murray, a white terrier, uh, two years old, about 26 pounds. They just had a new baby, and when visitors come, which has been often when you have a baby, he gets a bit aggressive with the guests. And the picture is on our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash radio. Um, and you can look at that picture. So, Stephanie, um, tell us, like how did it start or has he always had this or it just started after the baby? He's always had a little bit of this. So he's gotten a lot better since we've gotten him. We've had him almost a year now, but um, he's always just been a little nervous of people coming into our home. And so like if the doorbell rings or if he sees someone outside, he gets pretty anxious. Um, and within 30 seconds of them coming in, he's fine. He wants to play ball with them, sit on their lap, but up until oh. 30 seconds, he can just be a little scary to people who aren't dog people. Okay, and so um, and so so he's not getting aggressive to them when they actually come in. Is that right, or is it just well, when they're at the when he when they come in when they're at the door and they come in, he he'll bark at them pretty aggressively, and he'll mm-hmm. jump up just to like he'll put his two front paws on him. Um, mm-hmm. And just that 30 seconds of just jumping and barking can be a little okay. off-putting. <laughs> yeah. And then he calms down. So, but so, we just want to make sure that he knows, that, you know, we're not inviting bad people in. They're not going to hurt us or hurt him. Yeah, and how old, and it's Murray, right? Yep, it's Murray. And how old is he? Murray, we think he's about two years old. Okay, so one of the other things that's really important for him to know is that his little child, his little baby, is going to grow up, and then there's going to be lots of people coming to the door, lots of kids and lots of friends. And um, what I think would be really helpful for you, too, is to teach him that when everyone comes to the door that he goes to a certain spot and he does like a down stay. And even, yeah. if, you have to have, even if you have to have like a little um, leash, bolt it into the wall and just like click them on the leash or, or around a coffee table or something and just click them on that and just kind of, it's not okay that he ever jumps on anyone. So that's like the number one thing. Like even if like you don't think he's going to bite, it's not okay for him to invade their space. And right. I'm going to tell him that too, but he may need you as backup sure. to kind of help him through it. So really important that you either click him on a leash and hold him yourself or you tie him to something or teach him a solid down stay, which he could learn too. Um, yep, that's exactly what we've been working on. <laughs> but Good, good. Okay, so let me tell him that that's what he has to do. And so where is his space that he needs to go to? Uh, his space is the stairs by the kitchen. So he can okay. still see the door, but it's not at the door. 
Perfect. Okay. Murray, honey, did you hear what mom wants me to talk to you about? Did she tell you that I have a baby? Did she tell you that when the baby cries, I'm okay with it? And I've learned to watch them and be gentle. And I've been really good at that. Is that true? Mm-hmm. It's very true. Yeah, good boy, Murray. So one of the things is, is that part of having a family, Murray, is that you have friends come over. And what's happening is you're acting like a nut when the door rings. When the doorbell rings or when people's coming up, you don't look like you're thinking at all, and you're being kind of rude when you jump on people and bark. And so you have to try and learn a different behavior and lick and yawn and blink your eyes and think. And then if somebody comes in and you really feel like they're a threat, if they go towards your people and they look like they're being violent, then you can bark, but not before then. Not before then. You're just going to know that they're, that, that they're a friend. And that's why you've got to go to the stairs. And you kind of just have to watch. So it gives you a little bit of time to lick and yawn and blink your eyes and to choose a better decision because the people that are coming over are nice. I say to them, you're nice. I say to them, thank you for coming. Yeah, I know, but you're not saying that in the beginning. What about in the beginning? I'm saying, watch out, there's a dog in here. Yeah, but you don't need to do that. You could bark once or twice to tell mom and dad and to let them know, but you're going a little bit nuts. You know what I want to say? Maybe they should come in on their hands and knees. Honey, that's not a good idea. I think he wants to sniff them like a dog. <laughs> Not a good idea, Mary. You're just going to have to learn to lick and yawn and be calm and to think. You're going to get it. You're smart. You'll get it. But you've got to try a little bit harder because you're scaring people. Can I get salami sticks when I do it? <laughs> do you know what he's yeah. talking about? <laughs> uh, probably, like... Greenies or some of the tasty treats we have when we use some really smelly, tasty treats we have when we do door training. So. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's interesting because he sounds like he's getting it. It just needs to turn it into a habit again. Um, I'll learn it, he says, because I want to be the kind of dog for kids that can roll on my belly. Oh. I think that would be awesome. Oh, how sweet is that? Well, you'll have to let us know if he pulls it together. I, I think will. He will. I definitely will. Yeah, he's he a will. big brother now. Really trying. Yeah, he's trying. Yeah. Bless his little heart. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Stephanie. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, Stephanie. Yeah, Murray, you're a big brother now. You have to you have to show the little ones how to how to be a good friendly per- dog person. Dog. I know. Didn't you love how he was like? I was telling him what he was doing wrong, and he was telling me all the things that he was doing right. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. 
I like talk about my says, bad like, behavior. Let's talk about my good behavior. <laughs> yeah, oh, very cute. cute. I think he's going to get it. I know I'll get it. Yeah. Okay, let's go to another call. We have Elizabeth with Spumoni. I like that name. Seven years old Shih Tzu. Pictures on Facebook. And uh, Spumoni has been having panic attacks at her dog sitter's house. So oh, no. um, that's uh, Elizabeth. Tell what is what is a panic attack look like for Spumoni? Um, well, for um, I call her Spoo, by the way. Um, <laughs> it was new, and she did it um, at her pet sitter's house on the weekend, and then at her other pet family that she spends a lot of time with on Monday. And on Saturday, it was really bad. I didn't really pick up what was going on at first. But she hid in their bathroom for a while, and then she went in their office, and, like, they have a mirrored closet, and she started clawing at the closet door. And so I opened the closet thinking there was something in the closet, and then she started clawing at some drawers they had in there. And we're like, all right. So we took her out of the room and shut the door. And then their front door is a small hallway directly to their back door, and she just ran panting back and forth to the doors, scratching at them. And she didn't calm down, so I took her out of the house. I walked there, brought her back in. Like within two minutes, she was doing it again. So I went, I took her home. And then Monday, we were at another friend's house, and they both houses have dogs. But she's friends with the dogs, has been for two years. And um, we were talking, and she was playing with other dogs. And all of a sudden, we look over, and she's standing with her tail tucked, like intently staring at the front door. And just stood there, like I finally was like, well, I guess I'll take her home. She would not leave the front door staring at it. And so I took her outside, and it wasn't until we walked, like, I I live in their guest house. We walked to the backyard, almost to my house, that her tail became untucked. It was like she didn't relax until we got to our home. Hmm. She's never done it before. Okay, let's ask her. I was a little bit worried that something medical is going on with her, like almost like she's feeling a little seizure coming on or something. So let's let's oh. ask her what happened. Yeah, it feels funny to me. Hold on. Spoo, you call her, did you say? Yeah, I call her Spoo or Spoos. Okay, and her picture is so adorable. I can't even stand it. Okay, Spoo, honey, are you listening to mom? Like, what's going on? That seems like so worrisome. What happened? I got scared. My body and teeth started chattering. Thought I was going to foam at the mouth. Was I foaming at the mouth? Was she drooling at all? She wasn't drooling, but she was shaking. Hmm. Um, so, honey, is it the, is, are you, why do you think it's starting it, honey? Why do you think it's, I get happy, and then all of a sudden my belly starts to hurt, and then all of a sudden I don't feel good, and I just need to escape. And do you think it has to do because you're playing too much? Do you think you're playing too much? And that, did you hurt yourself? Like, did you pinch a nerve or something? Does your back hurt at all or down your leg or in your head? Does anything hurt you? Sometimes my neck gets really stiff. And I feel like I'm drooling. 
and it's scaring me. And uh, do, do you feel like you got hurt? Were you playing too hard and got hurt? And sometimes when I eat, I get really tired afterwards, too. And that's new. I didn't used to feel that way. When did it change, Boo? Not too long ago, but it is worrisome. Oh, gosh, that's such a tough one. I don't think it's behavioral. I think yeah, that it has No, I I don't know. Okay, so these are the things that sort of like I go through, right? Well, my if you've ever heard the show before, my number one thing I do is go to the chiropractor. Just because if she's out of alignment, maybe like a nerve is getting pinched and that can cause sort of like that feeling. But what worries me is that it does sort of feel like she feels like a seizure is coming on. It's not actually going to a seizure, thank God. But it's like that same feeling, like she feels like her mouth is watering, her body's starting to get stiff, and she's feeling like she needs to escape. Oh, and now, scary. when she said that she was playing before, like, was she, because she, you know how she said that she was happy, was she playing with the other dogs, and was she all worked up before it started to happen? Or just like well, all of a sudden came on? Well, I I was in another room when she ran into the room. I first noticed she was doing something different, but she was playing. She doesn't really play play with other dogs. She's a rescue. She doesn't quite understand how dogs play together, but she'll follow around the other pups that she's friends with. And I know she was kind of running around a little bit and playing with their dad, who she loves. So I know she was she was moving around. Huh. I don't know, I'd take her and just get her checked, have them check her heart, and just take her to the vet and just see what they think of it. Um, okay. And then, so tell me this, and she, does she pant at all? Is she ever, like, panting during this? She did. She didn't on Monday, but the original tax, she was heavily panting, and she's not a panther. Because mm. panting can be hard, too. Um Spoon, uh, do you ever have any pain in your chest? When this happens, it's hard to swallow. But that's really common in any of these scenarios, that it would be hard to swallow. I would feel good if you took her to a vet and had her. I'd maybe run a blood panel on her, make sure her blood is all good. And um, maybe get her adjusted by a chiropractor because that, sometimes that's an easy fix to like a million things. And then um, and also just get her heart checked. Okay. Sweet little thing. And yeah, we'll call us good. back and let us know how she does. I will let you know. Yeah, we would oh. like to hear. Yeah, yeah give I'm us a call back. now. I will. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Elizabeth. Okay. Bye, Elizabeth. Bye, Elizabeth. Bye, Spoo. Get better. Bye, Spoo. Yeah, you're going to get better. Yeah, it'll be okay. Just go to the doctor and make sure and get checked. We'll figure it out. She actually just said, do you think it's something that I ate? Do you think I ate flea poison? I wonder if she was listening to the show from the very beginning. She might have been. I I don't know, Spoo. I don't know if you had flea medicine. Yeah, that's I'm something sure. your mom can think about. 
Yeah, mom's going to take you to the doctor. Yeah. Gosh, you're so cute. So we got an email um, from from um, Susan about um, her two sick kitties. Do you have their picture? I do. And so I wanted to talk to them real quick before the show ends. Um, and so we have their two kitties, the two sickest ones. Um, do you see them? Yes, I do. And, um, okay. And we just want to ask them. Mm -hmm. So, um, she writes, yeah, that they're not feeling well, her senior kitties. We cannot figure out how to help anymore, but they don't seem to want to cross over yet. Thunder is the petite, short-haired, solid gray, had her 14th birthday last February 2013, and Sunshine, petite, long-haired, brown tabby, turned 16. Neither ever had a sick day until this past year. So um, Thunder was the one who was attacked badly on her leg a couple years ago by either one or both of the two other cats that were there. And um, okay. it says it was a complete so- shock for everyone, so... So let's do Thunder first. So Thunder, mm-hmm. honey, how are you doing? She looks like my Seraphina a little bit. Mm-hmm. Thunder, honey, how do you feel? I feel queasy in my stomach. Like really queasy. And I don't know what it is. But I don't like the nauseousness. And it makes it hard to eat. Otherwise, I feel okay, and I still like to be pet a lot. I thought that Thunder was really shy, though, and didn't let anyone pet her. You did, is that true? I like the idea of it. I can't remember. Did they say that Susan say if she's going? Um, mm, okay. I'm not sure. Oh, Thunder, I hope you feel better. Yeah, maybe we'll get an update next week. She's so nauseous, I can even feel it in my stomach. She's really, really nauseous. Okay, and then Sunshine Sunshine. is a cute long hair. What about you, Sunshine? I feel good. You do? Except for sometimes I get a little dizzy. I get dizzy and tired and I need to lie down. But I still think well. And I still have a good thinking well. I have a good mind. Hmm. Well, uh, Susan, you'll have to um, email us back and um, hopefully that helps a little bit, gives you some insight. Uh, Can we get a one, uh, one sentence word of wisdom from someone? Tormi, Tormi, honey. Quick, quick. Let Nikia, quick words of wisdom. One line, hurry. We got like 30 seconds. When you're, when you're sick, try to be yourself. And then you'll okay. get better. Great. Try to remember one thing about yourself to get better. Okay, tune in to the Pet Psychic okay. Radio Show next week. Talk to the animals. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication. We'll see you all next week. Bye. 
Talk to the animals. Talk to the animals. Talk to the animals.